0: Original crooks, original heads, doing it like this.
1: Hold up.
0: I woke up in the morning, hopped on a train, I saw my man, he had air in his hand hide it from the beast at least I catch a buzz before I hit my block I take and make a hit it from the on the good ship lollipop move the hop so I can put the hip and the grip everybody slips so I can take a trip to the dip dig a deep hold hole microphone control with soul look at my hot eyes and tell me hot could you be cold I'm coming to you from the underground with thunder sound number one question you how can I be down well I tell you bring your lighter and roll your finger back up on your lighter so you see the fire finger roll from left to right then Front to back, herbal verbal letters give the mic contact the Whenever I keep the head scoping, Ah, uh, don't, don't front, don't you know I got yo, I got yo, don't front, don't you know I got you open It's the original heads Original over in Don't front, don't you know I got you open? Check my dialect from my diaphragm, my man don't Got you
2: open, the heads, me in the welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Rob the Genius podcast. We are a little late again this week. And because I was busy actually Thursday when I should have been finishing the show, I was recording another podcast. <laughs> yes, I was on the Mindless Musings podcast with my man DJ and Jason again. I've uh, talked a bunch of pro wrestling stuff. That episode has been published. It's out there now, so go check it out. So in doing that, I did not get to finish this episode of this show. But here it is now. So I've got a few topics here. Uh, actually, I went long on a bunch of stuff. So the segments are longer this week. But there, and there aren't as many of them. <coughs> so I'll take that for what it is. <laughs> so yeah, um talking about WandaVision... Uh, we're going to talk about Myers Leonard, the Miami Heat player who got caught out there being anti-Semitic on a live stream. Yeah, good job, Myers. And um, talk a little Stacey Dash trying to drop her right wingness, <laughs> And a few things about Patrick Ewing. And that's it. Now, as far as the music for this week... What you heard leading us in was Main Source, and so they are yes, they are a rap group from New York from the early nineties. <laughs> so I look, I got so last week I did the eighties soundtrack kind of medley, so this week it's going to be nineties rap medley or nineties New York rap mix. So I got some Main Source and some Black Moon. And those are two groups, you know, you may not remember them, you may not have heard of them. Um, if you were a hip-hop head during the 90s, like me, you absolutely did hear of them. Although, I mean, neither one of them really blew up like that, but if you were one of the people who, you know, took in everything back then, you, you remember who they are. So, hope you enjoy them, and we're going to get this show on the road here.
1: And this with bless when we was closer and wake up to be greeted by an argument again. You act like a 10, so immature. I try to concentrate on the cure and keep looking at the front door. Thinking if I were to evacuate, you'd probably be straighter than straight and wouldn't have so much hate. Cause you don't know the pain I feel when I see you smiling. And when I roll up, you start wilding. So I front like everything's hunky dory. But it's a whole different story. You don't like the fact that I'm me. I don't put on a show when it comes time for you to have company, and your friends don't understand your choice of man. They speak proper, while right? my speech is from a garbage can. But regardless, you shouldn't have to be so raw. I'm looking at the front door. I'm looking at the front door. Baby, I'm looking at the front door.
2: so WandaVision is done now, it doesn't look like there's going to be like another season or something this looks like it was a one off just from the way things went the way it was advertised <coughs> so what did I think well there's a uh, mm, so overall give it a B because well it, it had certain purposes, and certain tasks that it was supposed to do, and it did those, I thought it did those very well, and it had some moments that were, you know, (coughs) really good, really good or even great, alright, um, they, they they, they came out of it with like a top requested song on iTunes or whatever it was Agatha all along right I mean which <laughs> who would have thought that like a superhero miniseries would do that <clears throat> so there's a lot of super high points that came out of it um, overall I'd give it a B because like the first three episodes were a struggle man for me anyway even though, look, they explain them later, it all makes sense. <clears throat> we understand what those first three episodes had to do with her and the rest of the story. Okay, it's fine. They were still boring to me, <clears throat> and they were like the vegetables, right? There's some people who really love. There's there some people who really love vegetables most of us don't for most of us like we have some that we'll eat but for the most part vegetables are something you eat because it's necessary right you don't eat vegetables because you love them <clears throat> for, the first, for me the first three episodes were like vegetables and at one point look I recorded like a you know three episodes in segment. For the show and I dumped it. I'm glad I did because at that point, at the end of three episodes, I was like, oh man, I don't know about all this. So I'm glad I hung on and saw it all the way through. And you know, I said I gave it a B. I do think it was good. Great? No. That you know, and then look, I'm not a CGI. You know, nitpicker. Like I saw some people were being real, you know, nitpicky about the you know fights in the last episode, and about you know this and the other. I'm not. I'm not that guy. <clears throat> okay. If you're looking for the the CGI police or the camera cut police, I, that is not me. I am not that. That is not who I am. And when I see people going on. And on and on about camera cuts, I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. So I don't really care about that. Uh, You know, the... Of course, look, these things always build towards... A climactic fight of some kind. So, yeah. The one they had was adequate. Right? You know, there was spooky magic special effects. You know, and there was some, you know, talking back and forth between Wanda and Agatha... Right, I mean, so you know, okay. <clears throat> it, was adequate. it did it did it did the job, it did what they needed to do. And I'd say not killing Agatha is a good thing. Like when you're when you're gonna have perpetually ongoing series, you're better off not killing the villain or at least killing, like, the, the, the big villains, the ones that, or the, the villains that do really well, you're better off not killing them, because you can always run them back, so, while Agatha was defeated, pretty soundly, at the end, you know, she's not dead, and that's good, um, other than that, well, I've said on Twitter that, well, I thought, it was good very well done I'm probably not going to be re-watching this one That's I stand by that now a week later <coughs> because it was mainly just a bridge it was a bridge to you know, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which whenever that's going to come out I don't know next year maybe alright so it's a bridge to that and to Captain Marvel 2 because one of the characters in WandaVision was Monica Rambeau his mother, Maria Rambo, was Captain Marvel's best friend, right, and if you're into the shipping stuff, maybe more, <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, it, it set up two movies, and it gave some important just backstory and information and insight into uh, Wanda's character, so mission accomplished. Now, one of the really funnier things that come out of this, though, was all the internet fanboy theories about who was going to show up and what was going to happen, and they were all wrong. Right? You had people thinking that because S.W.O.R.D. was involved, and for those of y'all who don't know, S.W.O.R.D. is like the sister... Agency to shield. Right, so yeah, it's people thinking that because and sword does like stuff in outer space a lot and whatnot. So because Sword was involved, you had people a lot of people thinking and that means oh, Fantastic Four may be coming. Which they gave zero evidence or zero hints or zero clues that might be a thing, but you had people out here running with theories. Or, you know, made up theories that they made them completely out of whole cloth. Then you had people thinking that, well, because they're doing spooky magic stuff, that uh, Mephisto may show up. And he's in, you know, Marvel Comics and the devil, basically. And again, no evidence. Zero. Just that, oh they're doing spooky magic stuff here and you know they're dealing with things like resurrections and whatnot. and and, and, okay I mean y'all put took two and two and set it equal ten right because they gave you nothing on that and y'all just took it y'all didn't well y'all didn't take anything they gave you nothing and y'all just you know again drew up some stuff on it on you know, in the dirt somewhere and acted like it was a thing <clears throat> that didn't happen then there were people thinking that magneto was going to show up because you know in the comics at times magneto was Wanda and Pietro's dad right so Again, but they gave you nothing. They gave you no hints. They gave you no reason to believe... That that was a possibility. And a bunch of y'all... Just literally... You know... Smoked a bowl or whatever. And... Cooked it up. And then y'all made YouTube videos saying that it was going to happen. And of course it didn't happen. And then lastly... You know... Sticking on the Magneto thing, with, you know, people thought this was going to be an introduction, a way to introduce mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right? And then. Come on now. Because, like, the whole alternate reality thing was kind of Shades of House of M, which is a comic book storyline where Wanda did indeed create an alternate reality. And in the comic books, Wanda is a mutant. So again, a bunch of y'all saw alternate reality, Wanda Maximoff, oh, House of M, she's gonna make the mutants, and that didn't happen, all right, so basically, look, a whole bunch of y'all turned into wrestling fans, where you're given no evidence of anything, and you cook up theories, because, you know, you think this will happen, or you want that to happen, or you heard through the grapevine that such and such may happen, man, like, wrestling fans do this all the time, right, they, they, they fantasy book a bunch of stuff based off of, like, little to no evidence off you know, like, dirt sheet rumors and things like that, or not even that, right, so they do all of that, and then things end up going entirely different than what they cooked up in their heads. Or for what somebody suggested may or may not happen. And then... They get mad and disappointed. And a whole lot of y'all were mad and disappointed. Because... Again, they didn't give you something that you cooked up in your head. And that they gave you no hints of... Or anything. Zero. They gave you no reason whatsoever to run with this stuff. Y'all ran with it anyway... And then it didn't happen. And now y'all want to act like y'all were lied to or led astray or whatever. No. All right. Look, it's fine to speculate. It's fine to play the guessing game. I did too. Look, I thought Captain Marvel was going to show up in the last episode. Because, you know, uh, Paul Bettany, who plays The Vision, you know, he said there's going to be a big cameo in the last episode. Somebody he's been waiting to work with for a long time. Right? And... You know a lot of us played along with that i think elizabeth olsen may have mentioned it also right and just the way the story was unfolding you know for a you know a big important cameo to happen you know all signs pointed toward captain marvel for me and she didn't show up either right but i mean a whole lot of y'all were just running with this stuff and i'm like okay as important as the Fantastic Four are to Marvel lore. They were not going to introduce them in a mini-series. Especially since... Once they introduced them... We wouldn't see them for a few years. Because look, projects are filming or in production, etc, etc. Alright? It would be really dumb... To introduce the Fantastic Four... Or Magneto... Or make suggestions about mutants. If we're not going to actually see any of them, or we're not going to see these people again until you know twenty twenty five, it would make no sense. No sense. Do any of these people? Because look, all right, Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming next. You know, uh, the Eternals and Shang Chi are. Going to be in the movie theaters, not only either late this year or early next year. They're still trying to, you know, make fetch happen with Black Widow in the movie theater. All right, um, the Loki is coming and Hawkeye is coming. Disney Plus, right? Um, you have that Marvel What If, right? That that's coming. Right, all of those things are either done or in post production or whatever. All right. They're filming the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. They're filming Thor, Love, and Thunder. So, we're stocked up at least through 2023. Okay? They are not going to put somebody on screen in 2021 that we're not going to see again until 2024. On, and they're starting pre-production on Ant, the last Ant-Man movie. So, just stop and think, alright? Because again, these are the people who call themselves smart fans. If you're that smart, before you started firing off all these takes, you would look at the calendar. Okay? Look at the calendar. Look at what is in production. Look at what it has finished. And put two and two together. Why would you debut Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four on screen in 2021 and then put him back on the shelf for three years? All right. Why would you debut Magneto for crying out loud? Magneto, one of the biggest, most important figures in Marvel lore. And not to mention that once they start casting for the X Men stuff, those castings are going to be some of the biggest and most heavily scrutinized casting decisions that they've ever made. And when they make them, okay. They're not going to just casually drop them in somebody's movie. Alright, when they make that decision to cast somebody like Magneto, it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be a big announcement, etc. Alright, the closest thing you're going to get to a surprise is they may just... They may roll them out there at a Comic-Con one year, right? That's the closest thing you're going to get to a surprise introduction for Magneto. They were not going to have Magneto... In the middle of a nine-episode miniseries. That was meant to be a bridge between movies. Come on, people. Use your head. Think about it. And, of course, there's the problem with all this fan theory stuff. Is that the people who, who want you to think they're the smartest of fans. Are the ones that... <laughs> run with the worst kind of misinformation and you know the barway Wrestling term—they worked themselves into a shoot and then it doesn't then then all the stuff they got worked up over doesn't happen and then they get mad why I don't know I don't know why I don't see how that is a, a fun fan experience of any kind But you know what? Some of y'all like that. Some some of y'all, hey, some of y'all love that shit. I don't. So I would tell you just to stop. But y'all not stopping, cause y'all like it. So it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not doing it though. But what I am gonna do is take a break. Get right back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What up? Welcome to Flight Black Moon, we're about to take you on a journey, yeah, weather's looking mad fine, everything's looking smooth, I'm your Captain Buckshot, my co-pilot is DJ Zuby, we have SWLB on deck, we're about to take you about 31,000 feet into the air, uh, we'll be cruising cool at a smooth altitude, so just buckle up, enjoy your flight. What we do, welcome them down, world life Each and every individual in sight Let my man Jewel Peep it out for your card Then I can converse and take a look at the guard Yo, go ahead the brothers with the verse real quick you Show them how you represent the boot camp you know what they say about brothers who's cool face Upstate, yeah, they be getting lazy World life, I ain't gon' bore Ask my man rough on the streets He was tough, locked up, he was sweet stuff Kid is hot, word them all do. And Get the loop from the man At night from my timberland Walk with the shot that I bang with Hang with gang, hanger with the double-edged banger can camp clicks, breaking your lord If you're fake, we go boss A cat, matter fact, break your jaws I'ma bring it you to your chest like wind Then fill your lungs up with all the ball you have within but I'ma put it back to parlay. Took the weekend, walked town All we do every day is Fuck them down. walk them down, walk them down, walk them down.
2: sports news and commentary and not for a good reason Um, as y'all probably heard got Myers Leonard I believe that's his name he's a backup player for the Miami Heat got as the the kids say caught in 4K (laughs) actually no he got he got caught in a live stream using a anti-Semitic slur and I am not going to repeat what it is. It starts with a K and you're going to have to figure it out from there. All right, I'll give you some more. It starts with a K and it rhymes with hike. Okay, that's you're going to have to put the rest of it together because I am not repeating that word. Okay. But he said it. And now the Miami Heat basically told him to go home like while they "quote unquote" investigate or something, I mean, basically means that they he's they told him to go home, and they're gonna have a bunch of meetings, and they're gonna decide what they want to do. There's nothing to investigate. I mean, the, the video, of the live stream is right there, and he did you know he did that apology and all, <coughs> said he didn't know that the word meant what it meant, which yeah okay okay listen all right as I got Twitter a guy on Twitter dragonfly Jones you may have heard of him as he said that's an album cut racial slur <laughs> okay not okay in other words that that's one you gotta you know you got to go look for because it doesn't get thrown around in regular conversation like that. Okay. It's not like calling people nigga. Right? That word gets said often enough where everybody's heard it. And you know, it ain't that difficult to to find or whatever, right? Everybody's heard it. (coughs) It's out there all the time. This one is not. People don't go around... Like, there's no... You know, platform or space... Where this particular word just gets kicked around in regular conversation out in public. So... If you're pulling that one out... Then... You went looking for it. Or the people around you in your circle use it enough that you picked it up or that you picked up on it alright it's which means one of them went out and looked for it alright I mean trust me that that word has been all but banished from you know being publicly used or repeated or whatever so no you're not I mean I'm sorry this idea that well, I, I didn't know what it meant Even if you... look... Okay, you know... Even if you didn't know the full... Textbook definition... You know that it's a slur... You know that... You may... You know... You may not... Know... The whole history... And all... And all... But... You know it's a slur... You know that... And you know that it's one... Again, that is not... Just out there all the time... Like, okay... We all got you know, different takes on the word nigger. And yeah, and look, I'm saying it because I'm black and I'm allowed to. Alright, sorry. Not sorry. But there are people look, that mean for better or worse, it is out there in public and gets thrown around a lot. Alright. You don't have to go looking for it to, you know, to, to hear it or whatever. Alright, and I'm not, and again, I'm not, I'm not firing off a take on that particular situation here. Alright, because, because, trust me, you can ask 10 different black people about that word, and you'll get 10 different answers. Alright. I mean, personally, I don't, I don't personally use it in regular conversation, I use it when I'm referring to it, like here, okay, and that's not out of some, you know, high-minded morality or something, it's just, for me, it's real simple, I don't use it because I'm not giving you, nobody else no damn excuses to think they can say that shit to me, all right, okay, it's real simple, all right, and and, like, and i know some white folks like "What's well, double staring blah, blah, blah. you know what white folks you can say it please if you want to say it to me come come say it to my face you are allowed to say it okay that is not the problem okay yeah, you are allowed to say it now they gonna be some consequences if you say it And you are not immune from said consequences. So depending on where and when you say it to me. I mean if you come up to me and say it to me where ain't nobody around but me and you. eh, Yeah you might get punched in the face. In fact depending on how big you are and whether or not I can kick your ass you will get punched in the face. Right. You say it to me at the office. Well I'm going to file a complaint with HR. I mean, you know, that's how this stuff works. Alright. Okay, I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it is. You know, different settings require different solutions. (laughs) But anyway, so he said this. He fired off one of those whack-ass apologies. Again, it's clear that this is not... Again, it's not a word that's just being said all the time out there so it, it to, to dig into that bag and pull that one out requires some effort so I'm not inclined to give him any kind of benefit of the doubt here for saying it I mean you're going to have to eat this one dude. sorry but um the, the other thing is just that um well how exactly should he be dealt with that's you know that's the million dollar question really because the thing is are we punishing him you know well not we. I'm not punishing him you know if, if they end up releasing him are they punishing him for being anti-semitic or are they punishing him because he got on camera saying it right I mean that's the thing Because to me, the right—I mean—the right punishment for for being anti-Semitic is that he should be run out of the league permanently. Right? That's the right punishment for being that. You gonna punish him just for saying it? Well, or for being caught on camera saying? If that's what you're punishing him for, then you know what? Beats the hell out of me. Because I mean, if they release him, they st- I mean, he's got a guaranteed contract. He's an NBA player. If they release him, they still gotta pay him right and he's a bench player. So like you're not he doesn't have a legacy or some career story for you to damage or for you to you know affect right It's not like you know if he was like if he, if he was if he was the number two guy on a playing with like LeBron or something and he stood to possibly get a championship ring, And be a big part of a championship team, and now you're going to release him, and then he ends up playing like on a scrub team somewhere and never gets a ring, and all that. That's different, okay? Because those are effects beyond just getting released from a team. But that's not the case with him. He's a bench player, right? I mean, I mean, the only thing you can do really is take away his paycheck. And if they release him, well, they still gotta pay him. And if he gets picked up somewhere else next season, then you know, what are we doing here? Right, I mean if 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 Miami releases him and then they pay him and then next season he's playing somewhere else, then I mean there's no he didn't really get punished. I mean, unless he just happens to really love being in Miami and playing in Miami and all that, right? Then, then yeah, you are taking away something away from him that's important to him. But beyond that, I mean, you know, I mean, that's the thing. Now, if you're going to ask me, well, how do you know he's really anti-Semitic? He just didn't say something stupid. Um, we don't. We don't know. We don't know what he is. We don't know what he is. We know what he did. Okay. And that's what consequences are for, right? I'm not God. Right? I'm not I'm not here to punish you for who you are as a person, as a human being. Right? As people. We punish, you know, we can punish your actions. Now, I mean, that's it. So, and you don't have to be the devil incarnate to get punished for your actions, right? You don't. And it's just things have consequences. You do something, you say something, and you know, it comes like biting your ass. That's how stuff works, right? Um, And listen, uh, here's the thing. Well, I keep saying here's the thing, but, you know, here's another thing. (laughs) As a black man, I don't have time or energy or even the desire to go do in-depth character studies on every person who says or does something racist okay that is labor that i'm not here to do and i should not be required me or any other black person should not be required to do that you know no jewish person should be required to do a full deep dive character study on everyone who says a says something anti-Semitic or does something anti-Semitic right they should not be required to do that you know every gay or lesbian person should not be required or asked to do a deep dive character study on anyone who says or does something homophobic and if we can go through the list you know transphobic same thing like Gina Carano okay she said what she said She doubled down. She got fired. All right. And you want to ask, well, well, Gina's a really nice person on the inside. Well, who gives a shit? Okay. You know, transgender folks are not required and they should not be asked to do a deep study. To determine the true heart and character of Gina Carano or anyone else that says or does transphobic things. All right. Because you will literally spend your entire life doing that and do nothing else with your time. And that's a ridiculous ask of anyone. All we can do is, all that people should do, all we can do as a society, all that we should do is treat people according to how they act and what they do and what they say. So he said this, he should be punished for saying it. And whatever, he, again, whatever whatever actual punishments are allowed within their system, I, you know, I don't know. I don't you know, because if, if this doesn't violate the Morals Clause, and it may not, then, you know, if they release him, he still won't get paid. So the only, I mean, in this case, look. The only real, the only real punishment would be for him to not be, to, you know, not be in the league anymore, and that would require Miami to release him, and nobody to pick him up. And the thing is, I, I, and look, I don't, I'm not that close enough to follow, you know, of an NBA follower to tell you how good or bad of a player he is. I mean, if he's a fringe guy, then you know he might have gotten released after the season anyway I mean if he's a good bench player then then he would have a job for the next you know several years so I don't know uh, again in this case the only real punishment for it would be for him to be out of the league permanently or until such a time he has shown that he's not that guy so the question is will they do that I don't know. We'll see. Right. Um, there've already some people who have kind of quote unquote reached out to him or spoken on it or what have you. Um I think Julian Edelman was one. And that's one of those things, you know what? I'm not gonna tell um I'm not here to tell you know, Jewish people how to deal with him that ain't my call that ain't my bag alright and obviously Julian Edelman doesn't single handedly speak for all Jewish people right but still I mean those of us again if you're not part of the group I mean you can have a take you can have an opinion but ultimately you need to fall back alright and and should some consensus emerge on how he should be handled from the group, then you then you fall back and you you let them have their way on it. All right, it is it's pretty simple. And of course, but that I mean we don't we don't do that, right? I mean, you know, we, you know people people who are not in the group we always you know always got to weigh in always got to well actually right I mean you know some dude is a you know sexual harasser misogynist type and if enough voices from women come out and say get this guy the hell out of here then we as men need to just say okay (laughs) right We, we don't you know we don't need to be interjecting and you know at all Yeah, you know, if, if us black people feel that way about somebody and again if enough if enough if if enough of us come out and say get that person out of there to to judge that the consensus among black people is that that person should be gotten should get the hell out of there then the rest of y'all need to fall back and say okay if and you know, and look, we can go, and you know, and so on, and so on, right? I mean, I can have an opinion on what he said. I can have an opinion on him. I can have an, even have an opinion on what I believe is would be actual punishment. And I just gave you my opinion. Yeah. But as far as ultimately what gets done, um, once. The people he has offended you know once enough of them have spoken and there's some idea of what they think as a group or not as a whole group but just you know i mean once enough voices have spoken to get an idea on what the sentiment is from the group The rest of us need to shut up. Okay. And remember, he's not going to get burned at the stake here, okay? He's not going to the guillotine. All right. I mean, the, the most that happens to him is that he gets released, he gets paid out the rest of his contract, and that he doesn't play in the league anymore. All right, that's not going to the guillotine. That's not being burned at the stake or being put in front of a firing squad or something, okay? So, so... Let's, let's not cry tears for him in this case he brought it on himself didn't have to do it but I think ultimately if we're really going to have consequences for these type of things they need to be consequences that matter and that's all I got to say about this be back in a minute.
1: What's about a current event? Get on television and seem hesitant to represent, and that's what we pull forward. You can't keep the streets with a look, I sold out a board word, and everybody has streets that's not trying to hit a whack pops over the same stink beast. The sounds are real, and I can't feel what. down on the real of real. Now I'm gonna let you know, but those freestyle of raps, it's time to go. I eject, rejects that step I'm a vet, ready to snap the neck I shine and rise, at the same time The mastermind of this book called the rhyme Now it's time to dump chumps That's running Yo, your Professor, professor. What's, up? What's, up? what's up? You're faking the foot you the Stars through your cuz we just don't play the role of a clown and keep things jumping with the real with rats killing down. You're faking the funk. Crossover rapper with the bleats. You're faking the funk. Jump stacks claiming the streets. You're faking the funk. Cutting incredible feats. You're faking the funk. acting like a prostitute. You're faking the funk. Wearing that hooker type suit. You're faking the funk. Rapper with the big space spacesuit. You're faking the funk. Artist that doesn't pay dues. You're faking the funk. Funk exotic to think it's on with the hyper tone. I can't be blown 'cause my rhymes are hard like stone.
2: The got some hot off the like me, Racism for you here, to, And to add on to all the other racism that we talked about this week. Okay, and, uh, and look, I'm kind of laughing because sometimes you just get, you just gotta laugh because it's just so pathetic and ridiculous. All right, so this guy Matt Rowan is—he well, he was the play-by-play announcer for the Norman, Oklahoma public school system. Uh, He was a play-by-play announcer in the Norman, Oklahoma public school system. And he was broadcasting a girls' basketball game. And some of the girls on the team, one of the teams, kneeled for the anthem. And he said right there on the live stream, effing niggers. That's what he called them. Now, if you were taken aback by me saying the word like that, well, okay. But that was for a fact. And if you're one of those people who's like, well, where did you get to say it? It was the brakes. Okay. I mean, (laughs) that's the way it is. And as y'all know, I don't throw that word out there like that. I don't use it in casual conversation. And I think I've explained why. But just in case I haven't explained it in a while it's real simple, right, I, I don't use it in casual conversation, or whatever, because I just don't, right, I never got into the habit of it, right, I mean, I'm not on some high-minded type of thing, or whatever, right, I just never got into the habit of it, that's reason number one, reason, and now, over time, you know, reason number two, is that, even though I don't give a damn about there being double standard. You're not going to pull that argument with me because I don't use it that much. I only use it when I'm referring to it. So. You know, don't come at me with some, oh, it's double standard, not fair. Okay, no. And let me tell you, I think I might have said this earlier. But just in case I didn't, or just in case I deleted it from this episode. Let me say, it again. let me say it here. All right, you are allowed to say it. Okay, if you are a white person, yes, you absolutely are allowed to say it. If you want to say it, go ahead. Nobody's stopping you from saying it. That doesn't mean there won't be consequences, though. Okay, and like this man, Mr. Rowan, is now out of a job. Alright. Now you may not lose your job depending on where you say it. If you say it. If you say it to somebody on the street where there's nobody else around, or there ain't no cameras around or nowhere, well, you won't get fired from your job, but you might get knocked the hell out. Okay. But yes, you are allowed to say it. Okay? Right? I mean, they're not gonna put you in jail if you say it. Alright. You're allowed to say it. You can say it all you want. Just understand after you do. Well, the person you say it to, well, ain't no guarantee how they're going to respond. Okay? Ain't no guarantee how I'm going to respond if you say it to me. Well, I can let me tell you what. No, no, no. Let me clear that up right now. All right, because uh, I'm going to let it be known right now. You said it to me at the job, I'm gonna go to HR on your ass. Say it to me out on the street, ain't nobody around, and if I don't think you can take me, oh, you gonna catch one, my friend. <laughs> Real simple. All right, and you know what, and you get mad all you want. Get mad and stay mad, I don't care. But anyway, it's Mr. Rowan. Said that on the live stream while he was broadcasting the game, and now here comes the fun part. Well, not fun. It's not really fun, but here comes like the stupidly ridiculous part of it. Okay, he, he did. He did. He did the note zap apology, or he did made a statement where he apologized, and he blamed it on his diabetes, whereas they say in the commercial diabetes. Okay. He blamed it on the sugar. What in the hell? <laughs> Come on, dog. What are we doing here? What are we doing? You blame it on the diabetes? Diabetes made you call somebody a nigga? Really? Really? That's what we're doing now. diabetes so I guess if you had a stroke you what would you say then right I mean what if you had a panic attack or a fainting spell I mean come on now you're blaming it on the diabetes okay Mr. Rowan if the diabetes makes you do that then I don't you know I don't remember I don't even have an answer okay it's just stupid I mean come on man that's all you can come up with it was a diabetes that's really it that's all you can come up with diabetes made you call somebody a nigga Uh, Yeah, look, I know I've been saying it a little bit too enthusiastically here. I'm sorry. But, because I don't say it that often, okay? Yeah, I told you, I don't use it in casual conversation. So, the one time I'm going to use it, I'm going to say it with emphasis. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Mr. Rowan is a moron, in addition to being racist. And, yes, I am... Straight up saying he is racist, okay. Well you don't know how it really is on the inside. Alright, look, he 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 called a bunch of schoolgirls, okay, children, mind you, effing niggers because they kneeled for the national anthem. Alright. And he said it on a live stream where everybody was watching you know what happens, when you do that, you know what happens, you know what that means when you do that, that means you had that thing locked and loaded, that means you're used to throwing it out there, because it was in your chamber, right, or whatever, whatever terminology you want, it's basically, it was right there, and you are, you know, you said it enough out of habit, that it was the first thing that came out your mouth, when you were disgusted with them. All right. You don't just throw it out there like that if you are not used to saying it. If you're not used to calling people that. And maybe you said it in a privacy of your own home previously. But you still said it enough where it came up that easy. Okay. So please, let's not put a cape on for Mr. Rowan. All right. Let's not go on some riff about cancel culture, no, okay, no, alright, and I'm someone, you know what, um, I don't think cancel culture is really a thing, but what I do think is a thing is that, yes, sometimes people do take advantage of situations and blow things out of proportion, to get at somebody they already had a beef with. Um, yeah, that does happen. Okay. But of course, I mean you got to be smart enough to know that you're in that kind of environment. And if somebody's that, you know, ready to get at you, that they might do something like that, you probably know that they are. So you got to be smarter about things. But that being said, This is not cancel culture, all right? This dude got on the mic and let it go. And he let it go in such a fashion that it's pretty obvious he's used to letting it go like that. And now he's fired. Which he should be. Okay, so now in this little statement, he said that the diabetes causes sugar to spike and that it is not uncommon when that happens to him and he gets disoriented. And he says crazy stuff. Okay. Here's the thing. Even if that is true. You spit those words out. Because they were easy for you to spit out. Which means you spit them out all the time. Which means you're probably a racist. Okay. And not in a. You know. I feel uncomfortable around black people sometimes. Racist. I mean, as in, I don't like them. Okay. Again, you came out with the. I mean, you you let you you, just, you came out and dropped a hammer, bruh. Okay. So please, please, stop it. Okay. And and those of you all who may be inclined to take up for Mr. Rowan, say we, you know, we gotta give him a chance. No. Okay. This is what I said about Myers Leonard. There have to be consequences. There has to be punishment for being racist, all right. And that doesn't mean we send you to the Gulag for the rest of your life, but yeah, losing a job, yeah, that's 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 fair, all right. Now, what really needs to happen, though, like I keep saying, is that there need to be there need to be social consequences for this, all right people who do that need to be shunned okay alright they need to have people who associate it with them tell them that if that's how you get down we not we can't kick it no more alright then maybe they'll think about switching up but you know what he's, well we know what's gonna happen with him though right he's, he's gonna he's gonna go around talking about cancel culture and I'm the victim and all this kind of stuff and he'll probably look he'll probably be on the you know the the right wing gravy train within six months you know is what it is but anyway Mr. Rowan go F yourself how about that be back in a minute
1: when improving, it's not just the phrase that we use it, it's the way in life when you keep it moving. Soon when you get new, then you
0: be tuned in to get ready to move in position. All heads realize, recognize real heads on the ride, recognize. Recognize, <laughs> recognize. Recognize. recognize all heads realize, recognize real heads on the rise, recognize, recognize. The all heads realize, recognize real heads on the ride, recognize all heads realize, recognize just <laughs> real heads on the ride, recognize. Let it recognize I shine, you shine, and this day and time, we maintain the same frame of mind. Elevation, Just walk it up, you'll start the circulation in 60 degrees. In rotation. Stimulation as a herb at my physical creation. Slip into a hallucination, situations got me thinking about my life seriously. Keep it real continuously. Before I slip into blackness, I prepare for combat. Protect my dome, cause that's where my home's at. Crack my windows and as the mist flows. Build up my men to construct on my physical And love to my PNC state to state And heads on lock, holding it down behind the gate Put the scribes in the bell. Oh, son do hate me, you on the horn Smith and what's the whole of dough We see you
1: when you reach home Like
0: all heads free alive. Real heads on the ride. All heads realize. Recognize. Real heads on the ride. on the recognize. recognize this. All heads free along. Real heads on the ride. All heads realize. Record Real Heads
2: on the ride. Record to recognize. Alright, last topic this week. And I'm not gonna be too long on this, but it has to do with Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing is well, he's the coach of George basketball coach in Georgetown now. Um, he's before that he was, you know, assistant coach here and there. And of course he is most known or should be most known for his NBA career and his college basketball playing career right at Georgetown and with the New York Knicks. So he's in the news because like I said, he's Georgetown now and they were playing in the big East tournament at Madison Square Garden this week. And the thing is, well, he said he when he when he's there, he he's been stopped by security and asked for a pass and a bunch of stuff, and that is just ridiculous. It just is. Patrick Ewing is probably the most important player to have played within Madison Square Garden in the last thirty five years, I mean, as, far as, you know, I mean, as far as playing for the Knicks or playing for a New York team. And before that, I mean, you know, he, when he was in college, he played at Madison Square Garden. When he was at Georgetown, right in the Big East. So, 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 if anybody should be known at Madison Square Garden, it's him. And on top of that, he's seven feet tall. It's not like he's some you know regular looking dude. Who can just fit in with the crowd by walking around. Come on. It's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. Right? I mean, and I put this on the Knicks owner, James Dolan. He's the worst. Okay? Because he sets the tone. Patrick isn't the only former Knicks player to have, you know, reported not being treated with proper respect at the Garden. I mean, Charles Oakley said that, you know, and... You know, Spike Lee didn't play there, but he's you know he's one of the biggest known Knicks fans, and he's even you know said, up about having issues there. And it's like, come on, dude, James Dolan is the worst owner in the NBA, maybe the worst owner in sports, and it has just been some pain for us for twenty years because of him. Oh boy, I mean, the only people worse than James Dolan are like the people who have been like Donald Sterling types who've been outed as like full-on racists, right? I mean, but outside of those people, Dolan is the worst, the absolute worst. So I blame him for this. And like Patrick didn't win an NBA title, and because of that, he he gets slighted for his career accomplishments and all. But in the building he played in, where he led them to the finals all right come on stop it just stop it i mean it's just pathetic anyhow all right that's enough of that Uh, one more break and we're out of here
0: Pouring from the sky, let's be rich. What? The GQ Vans and cigar dance. Can't quit. What? Now pop the cork and see the Vega and get lit. What? Introducing Phantom of the Dark walk through my head with levitation from Reefers, Drench, and Deep as a show woman with rugas, flashbinds, Bella Fonte figure. Let's get forward this work as we confiscate your figures. Casting yes, over ground, levitating Jeep in the Tiki's, the La car 54, chasing diamond, running, headed ice bear. The big chiller diamond, can bitch of Buck Strut Reason world heist, Hollywood, Madam Butterfly. Let me in your house, a pleasure. From the swatch Shadow Boxes catching black eye blue. I play the thief, what? Sensations at the Montegro We streaming Chiba Fulfilling pleasures In my castle Floating smoke out The Goss of Vegas Substitutes When the Dutch is gone The load don't stop Give me shouts It's the season Sartayers Souffleers For swerving on corners We madness to moolah Living with Charlie's Ain't Jews on No smiling with sliding That gets you caught up in the after Or dead if we're moving It's just like that As we proceed Saturday night special Better take it light ja You're the Capitan Quest to the coast The Keynago Wipe the Jengen Keep your ears out for a year, sip the fountain blue House of bamboo,
1: paradise
0: This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vans and Sugar Dys, can't quit, what? Now pop the coca-cassina, bigga and get lit, what? This is it, what? This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Gigi Vans and Sugar Dys, can't quit, what? Now pop the coca-cassina, bigga, and get lit, what?
1: What?
2: All right, so that's it for this week. Uh, Just as a quick update, uh, Myers Leonard got a one-week suspension and a $50,000 fine. Yeah. Um, And look, like I said before, I don't know what the appropriate punishment is, but that just seems a little light to me. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I just, you know, I mean... But again, look, I'm not... Not one of the not, not part of the group. He said that stuff about. Um, so I will defer, and you know, to some people from from there, and you know, let them have the have the say on it. Just seems a little light to me. But anyhow, um, looks like we are almost the promised land here on old covid right i mean the, the vaccines are moving faster and the president has said that he hopes to have everybody eligible or to take one by may and he's talking fourth of july is like the first big holiday we can all be back in business as far as seeing our families and everything so let's hope that holds up and because you know i haven't seen i've seen my different family members and individual settings, but we haven't all been together since last March, like right before things really started popping with COVID. And so can't wait to see them. Can't wait to be back in the stadium for either a concert or a wrestling show, a sporting event. Can't wait to be back in a movie theater. We're almost there. So look, when your time comes to get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Okay, please don't be out here perpetrating you know, or don't be out here, you know talk about my freedom, I'm not taking no vaccine, okay don't don't be that guy or that that gal, don't all right, let's do this so we can get back out there and get back to life as we knew it, or something resembling that now I'm gonna tell you what though uh from now on when I go to the store, I am wearing a mask, okay, it has made a world of difference. I did not catch any colds this fall or this winter. or get sick in any other kind of way. Um, then look, they said flu season stuff is, was pretty late this year. So I'm sticking with that because y'all are nasty and y'all got germs and y'all don't practice good hygiene. So, you know, I'm gonna keep doing that. So look, if you see me at the store or something and I still got my surgical mask on, that's why, because y'all nasty. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) anyway. Look, I've been saying it for weeks and weeks and weeks ever since this show started. COVID ain't over. We're almost there, but it ain't over. Not yet. Party's not over. So until we all get vaccinated, continue to not go anywhere you don't have to go. All right, continue to protect yourself, protect other people when you do go somewhere you got to go. And continue to take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And you know, God bless you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.